Johnny here. Welcome to our bonus episodes. Sounds posh, eh? In this bonus episode, we're going to meet one of the amazing musicians that played on the series. The music in Armchair Adventures is so important. It really helps set your imagination free. I've learned so much from doing Armchair Adventures and had so much fun. And music is a big part of that. I've still got bags of questions though that I'd love to ask the musicians. So, I've asked my friends from the community theatre group who made the showbiz adventure in episode 5 to help me out. Over to you. Love you guys. John. Hello, I'm Danny. Hi, I'm Pam. Hello, I am Julia. Hi, I'm Chris. Hi, I'm Habib. Hi, I'm Mike. Hi, I'm Cole. Hi, I'm Anne. Hi, I'm Katie. Hi, I'm Sue. Hello, I'm Nicola. And together we're the Johnny Barlow Theatre Company. <laughs> we love listening to the amazing music in armchair adventures so we're dead chuffed to be able to interview the musicians so who we got first then drum roll please hi my name's amina and i play the flute oh, lovely. i love the flute flutes are brilliant this is going to be good it's a bit rusty and i haven't played it much for about a year <laughs> But this is my flute and this is what I do. This is kind of my main job, really. Um, I play in orchestras. Wow. That's amazing. Oh, lovely. sing. Don't suppose you want to hear it, do you? Oh, yes, please. Any special requests? Uh, magic flute. How about some jazz? The Beatles or Mozart or police message in a bottle. A bit of rock and roll. Can you play Claire de Lune? That was amazing! Makes you feel relaxed and happy and soothed. Well done, Amina. It sounded so peaceful. How did you get into playing? Because I used to play the piano on the church organ, but when I saw the violin, it sounded like cats wheeling. How did you get into playing? That's an interesting one, because I'm not from a musical family. I wasn't surrounded by instruments um, at, at home, um, but I was in primary school, and I was probably about eight, nearly nine years old. And the headmistress um, came into my classroom and handed me a flute. Teachers are so important. A good teacher can make all the difference in the world. When did you decide that was the instrument for you? Basically, when I was younger, I just really enjoyed it. It was just really fun playing an instrument. And, and actually, what I used to do in the early days was listen to TV theme tunes and try to copy them. And uh, I remember the first... Um, performance in primary school was me playing the theme tune to Dallas <laughs> in assembly. <laughs> I 
I've never forgotten it because it's a great tune. It's like one of my favourite tunes ever. Can you whistle or hum the theme tune to your favourite TV show listener? Sounds like your school really got things started for you then. Yeah, school was really good because they gave us chances to to do sort of end of term concerts, you know, at Christmas or um, yeah. the end of the end of the summer. Have you got any tips for any young musicians starting out? Oh, that's a great question. Um, for someone starting out, I'd say just do it, take a risk, give it a go, and do all of the things that are the most fun. So start out with stuff that you really love. Uh, tunes that you really like to, to keep you motivated and keep you going and not to worry about how long it takes to learn something it doesn't matter the only person you need to be in competition is is with yourself you don't have to worry about anyone else just do it for pure enjoyment that's what i would say you've got to enjoy yourself so oh, good advice <laughs> Where did you get the biggest round of applause? At Hyde Park in London a few years ago as part of the BBC proms. And I think there were 400,000 people in the audience, but it was also televised. So if I, in my head, if I, like in my head, in my imagination, imagine that 400,000 people plus everybody on TV was giving me a round of applause, that is probably quite a lot of people. Wow, that's, that's incredible. amazing. Let's imagine, listener, that we've all just played in front of 400,000 people and we're going to take a big bow. Ready? Go. Oh, I've never felt anything like that before. I'd love it again. Amina, do you change how you play depending on the crowd? Yes, I think I must do. For example, if it's a a classical concert that I'm doing there's a certain etiquette involved in that performance and in, in how everybody behaves I suppose in a way if I do um do a gig that's a big pop stage thing then it's different I still approach it like playing the best that I can play but at the same time the music's so different and the crowd and the and the cheers is so different and the behavior is so outward and expressive that actually I end up do, doing that as well so you almost get led by the crowd Definitely. Great question. I know, listener. Let's all pretend to be sat in a posh concert hall listening to Amina play classical music. Ready? Go. So that's how I might play that in a classical situation. Say I was in a slightly poppier thing, I might do it a bit differently. Move around as Amina plays in a pop style listener. Ready? Go! Hiya, it's me, Rita. 
We're going to have a little break from making full episodes for a bit. I, for one, am pooped. It's been non-stop since the pandemic started. Don't worry though, there'll be some bonus material released throughout the summer months. And we'll be back with a new series in the autumn. It's going to be fan-blooming-tastic. So please, if you haven't already, subscribe, rate and review. Bye for now. See ya. Amina, what was your role in episode one of Armchair Adventures? My role in um, episode one of Armchair Adventures was to provide um, some little flute bits, little motifs that represented a character in, in that first armchair adventure, which I believe was the bird. Do you play a lot of birds? Do you know what? I do. Uh, the flute is very much known for its ability to, to mimic birdsong. And it happens a lot in, in all styles of music around the world and um, definitely a lot in classical music. Um, I, it's because, partly because, the flute is so, it's so easy to play quickly and fast notes and jump around very quickly. And that characterises the, the mannerisms of a bird very well, I think. So, yeah, I do do a lot of birds. Do you picture the bird when you play, play the music? Yes, I do. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Because that, if I, um, <clears throat> if I use my imagination when I'm playing, it really, really helps the the quality of the sound to come out in in the way that it's intended. So, if I picture this cute little fluffy bird at the top of a tree doing its thing, and like imagine what you know the movement movements of a bird do. You know the little kind of head movements and the sudden flight or everything about those those characteristics of that bird will fit in the music really well and um, so yeah I do imagine it uh, I do think it helps how did you work with the group to compose the music for the bird so basically um we've got this this story this story this idea we did a couple of exercises where I improvised some music that was a bit bird-like and people responded in the group by moving the hands up and down and following the shape of the sound that I was doing. What does improvise mean? Making it up as you go along. Changing and responding to things that are happening. It means when you make the music up on the spot without planning it. Oh, that sounds tricky. So, Mina, you made up music on the spot to represent the bird. And while you did, the group moved their hands to match the music. Can we have a go? Yeah, so I'm going to improvise on my flute and I'll do, I could go anywhere, I could go in any direction because that's what birds do. So they might dart upwards or they might come down or they might just fly on the wind a little bit or whatever. So see if you can follow what I'm doing in terms of like what I'm playing and you just try and physically follow that with your own hand or your arm um, and let's see what happens. See if you can follow me. I'll try and catch you out. <laughs> follow along, listener.
Oh, that was amazing. That was brilliant. Uh, that was really, really fun. I loved it. It's great. It's like dancing, isn't it? That was so great. You were so expressive with your with your hand and your arm. So you were going up and you were going down and sideways, but you were also changing the shape of your hand and creating movement like this. And it just made me think of totally different things. It's really lovely. Well done. So how did you then get the group to make the music? We did it the other way around where um, I followed their physical movement. So one at a time, it was almost like people were conducting me basically. And, you know, just using the arm, using the sort of magic finger and going up high and going low down and just trying to uh, create a, a musical story that was representative of this bird. And from that came some particular notes and particular rhythms that really kind of characterized what, what ended up becoming the fixed bit of composition. What does composition mean? That's the word for a new piece of music that's been made. And the people that make a composition are called composers. Ooh, nice. Music is so good to describe movement. Thanks for sharing that with us, Amina. Were there any other bits of music you played to represent the bird? So there was a, a bit of a call and response bit as well in this armchair adventure where um, the flute call was a little motif that um, invited a response um, and it was only a few notes long, um, seven notes in fact. I could play it. Yes, please. That would be brilliant. I'd love to hear that. very bird-like it's really good um and i think when we tried the call and response exercise with the group what happened was uh i played a few little bird type sounds and the group copied me but did it with their voices <laughs> other little techniques that you can do on the flute um, which help make it that bit more bird-like. For example, trilling is a good one. Now we, we think of the word trilling, like birds trill, right? They definitely trill. They do that little chirrup. Um, and you can do that on the flute too. So what that means is I play one note but then I waggle my finger to the note above and then it makes a trilling sound. So there's something about that trill that's a bit like, for me, a bit like the wings going up and down. So it's almost like when a bird is mid-flight in the air, but it just kind of stops momentarily and it's just fluttering its wings, like very fluttery. What piece of music would you recommend our listeners listen to? Right. Um, gosh. There are so many things that I could recommend. I think based on today and our conversation about armchair adventures, I would probably suggest maybe go and listen to Peter and the Wolf by Prokofiev because that piece of music is all about representing characters, uh, everything that we've talked about today, sort of um, talking about the emotions and the characterization of animals and the characters in the piece of music. And uh, I think that is a really great one for young people and older people alike as a, as a great piece of music to go and listen to.
It's been lovely to meet you. And thank you, Katie. And, and thank you very much for joining us. Yeah, thank you for playing for us. You're very welcome. That was great. I learned so much. Thanks for your help, everyone. And thanks to you too, listener. Love you guys.